Hello, this is Claire Artista and this is my monthly podcast and I'm actually going to be taking a complete month out so um, this is, you won't hear from me uh, much on social media and through the usual channels this month um, but if you do want to keep in touch with me more often please join me on Patreon forward slash Claire Artista um, there should be a link below this blog or podcast to that and um, I will speak to you there. Um, I want to talk in this podcast about integrity and what that is and how we nag- navigate from it or towards it or um, like just what it, what it means to have integrity because there was a, a really interesting discussion on a friend's um, social media profile recently where she outlined um the well really interesting male and female perspective actually and particularly her perspective from the the deep feminine and having trained in uh, various eastern <coughs> um traditions uh again eastern and western it's all very relative she's from the west of where i grew up in the world and um the eastern is yeah probably her western so anyway um to the point um the point being the question that was posed by somebody who was criticising what she was saying was the idea of, or like, how can you how can you tell if you're operating by integrity if you're judging yourself? The the presumption being that you can't, um, and that 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 would be um, a clouded view, a view that would be um, prejudiced by your own belief in your own goodness or your own sort of righteousness. Um, I thought it was such a, I thought that was such an interesting discussion because it, it really flashed up for me um, what integrity is in art and how um, our authenticity and our our genuineness is like we do know it we know it from our own brushstroke and we know it from when it comes from a place in our core as a play, as opposed to coming from a place in our head. And it's a it's a really different feeling, and it made me think about also about how the world is becoming saturated with um, visual tricks and uh, smarty pants, speeded up videos, and things that are meant to show shortcuts into art and into success and into being famous and into being wise and profound and i've i've noticed that the more i talk openly and honestly about what mastery really is and what mastery of an art really is um the more i'm really connecting with people um in their personal experience in the now and that's where that is where to me um integrity lies it lies in in our vulnerability and honesty about how we're actually feeling rather than just what's coming out of our head. And it might seem like that's just like a, a sort of minor a minor difference, but it's the the world of the head and the world of the whole are are they're they're almost universes apart. They're they're completely different dimensions. Um the brain is inherently a pattern recognizing machine and it has a certain limited logic, at least the part of the brain that we are accessing when we're talking in our languages and um, talking 
about commonly normalised and believed in subjects and arguments. Um, what happens when we start working from the whole, which often women are much more inclined to work from the whole because we have a more um, cyclical relationship with our bodies. So <clears throat> the fact that we have to tend, or many of us have to tend every month to amenses and we ha our health depends on our connection with that, or the fullness of our health depends on our connection with that, that just that factor means that we have a very different relationship with our bodies uh, than men just from the get-go and from the masculine. And it means that our, our bodies are much more interconnected too, like in terms of uh, neural pathways and pleasure and um, ability to grow and harvest energy and our ability to change our reality, to heal, to transform, to create. Um, there are obviously the fact that people, some people live more in their heads or the fact that a lot of men think more logically than a lot of women um, in a certain kind of logical logic, like a hierarchical logic of sort of Western male privilege. There, there, because of that, the way that's set up, um, it doesn't mean that one is wrong and the other is um, right and it doesn't mean that one's like it's bad or good but it does mean that the two of those are often very much in either in conflict or at polar like polar points of a spectrum or one's been completely being ignored and the other one's being put on a platform um and it does mean that over over the over time and over the the particularly the last generation or so it might seem like we have more freedom and more um, choice. Uh, and even it might seem that we're more empowered in lots of ways, um, particularly certain nations, not mentioning any like North of South America um, the, and below Canada. Uh, but there's a lot of cultures that have this sort of, they're on the superficial, they're perceiving themselves to be free and right and good and they're but they're not seeing what's happening in the underlying levels and they're not looking at the deeper effect of their actions in the world and they don't think that their actions have an effect in the world and that might seem like I'm just talking on a sort of economic level or environmental level but I mean that energetically as well because the microcosm and the macrocosm of course absolutely reflect each other and um the more detached we are from our bodies, the more we are in our heads, the more we're medicated, the more we're simply consuming rather than making deep, important, deep, integrated choices in the world and being harmonious with the world. Like the, the more contrived the world becomes and the more stop and start it becomes and the more stagnant essentially the energy becomes because the energy just can't move around between the realms, between the levels, between people, between us and things. And what happens when, particularly when we start um, working with art in a really intuitive way or working with any craft or anything with our hands intuitively and spontaneously is that we're, um, we start to have more integrity than sitting and doing something passively. 
So that just the fact that we were picking up a, a crayon, a pencil, a paintbrush and making a mark with it, there is instantly this whole relationship that opens up, like boom, boom, boom. There's a relationship between the hand and the feeling and the energy that's coming down through the arm. There's emotion because the arm is attached to the chest just about and the, there are the lungs and the breathing and the heart there beating away and there is a lot of emotion there. So instantly just putting the hand down on paper and letting go of the mind instantly something is being transmitted that, that we are not, that our heads aren't necessarily saying, I should do this now, I am going to do this now. This paintbrush is picking up some blue paint and it is putting it in the shape of an L because I'm going to write the word Lala, etc., etc. And what happens when we start doing something purely instinctually, intuitively, is that something starts to flow. <clears throat> and it's that flowing, elusive thing that. Well, it seems elusive until you do it a lot and then it's just completely the most natural thing in the world. Um, but that, that flow is is basically, like that's where your integrity comes from. It's not integrity, it's not a, a state that you reach. Integrity is continuing to make that honest mark and to express yourself in your fullest vulnerability in this moment and to be completely honest about what is going on with you and not to hide in the ivory tower of the brain and not to hide behind logic and consciousness that says if I put this idea onto a page or a canvas then people will think I am A, B or C or whatever the thing is that I feel I want to be seen as. What happens when, when we let go of um, like the driving seat, if we let go of the that, you know, this little person in a cockpit that's kind of like the front lobe consciousness, if we let go of that a little bit, like give them a wee tea break and a massage and maybe some um, you know, some sort of therapy, then, you know, let them like just stop taking control for a while. Then the whole starts to kick in, like, and we start to have a sense of who we are as meaningful human beings and like what our purpose actually might be, which is usually... It might be subtly or it might be phenomenally, grossly different um, from what we kind of want it to be from our logical brain or from what we've been told by other people that we should be or it would be better if we, we were this thing. <clears throat> uh, peer pressure, parental pressure, um, cultural pressure, whatever, religious pressure. Um, it's really extraordinary what starts to happen when we get into that flow in that space um, and of course I've been in that space quite a lot for, um, for around 30 or so years and um, so I have some ability to speak about what happens when you, you do something as not as a hobby but as a you know, full-time job and what, and not just a full-time job but as a vocation and like something that is the last thing you do before you go to bed and the first thing you do when you get up in the mornings so, and particularly because I've engaged in an intuitive and spontaneous way I, I've opened that aperture and have an, a, a certain fluidity of, of language because I've created my own visual language around that which over the years has become also a written and spoken language so I'm able to verbalize about these ideas um, fairly effortlessly and and that means that um, yeah that I can I can give privy to some of these 
some of these supposed secrets that are hidden behind artist easels and behind galleries and agents that usually um, communicate on behalf of artists and behind art speak and behind, um, yeah, all that blah, 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 smoke and mirrors. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just wanted to say that, like, integrity, I was talking with a, a visitor to the studio, with a couple, uh, three visitors to the studio today, and uh, one of them in particular was talking about her own, in inverted commas, amateur relationship with paint and um, <clears throat> her, the difference between her and a lot of negative people that she had taught herself um, about drawing and painting, that their, their collective and individual um, programming that says, I, I can't do this and why would you do that and why would you not do this and that negativity around I'm not creative or I, I'm not as good as him and she talked about how that had given her a headache and made her need to like decharge from all that you know it's like you pick up all these things and you need to like wash them off um she also talked about her own um feelings of inadequacy that what she's attracted to in other artists that she can't achieve herself or she wants to be able to achieve but she can't achieve and and then it was a really great discussion because it really helped me get get a handle on something that is kind of conceptual sometimes and it comes from an intuition but it's conceptual in some ways because I haven't got a clear, it's not been clearly voiced in myself because I'm not talking about myself, I'm talking about what other people's relationship with art and creativity can and, and could be and should be um, but of course I'm I can't go back to when I was 14 or 12 when I first started drawing really intensively and re-remember how it was for me because that's not the same thing like um, what I'm trying to teach in the world and what I'm trying to share in the world is uh, about authenticity and real art is um, I'm talking from my perspective so obviously I need to uh, hear other people's perspectives of, of having lived not in, in a purely creative state for, for the last you know lifetime and what it is to what it is that they actually like in their words what they struggle with so it was really beautiful to hear these uh, words about like how it is for her to relate to other people and how it is for like what are her own demons that she struggles with and and mostly it comes down to the pretty much the same thing it, it's just energy that isn't moving yet it's not it doesn't have to be like a block it doesn't have to be something stagnant and solid it's just energy that isn't moving yet and it's just that we relate to those things so heavily because we have this logical brain and the logical brain says that it is so and it kind of sees the world the world as static and um, mechanical which is a really ancient ancient it's almost a medieval brain even though we know the world isn't mechanical and uh, logical and the collective isn't a something that you can predict and uh, and like weather patterns aren't something that you can map and control uh, the 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 fact that we we live in this age that we're just we're really viewing the world through such a filter and it's not just like a little uh, a filter making it slightly duller it's like this fucking contrived filter that's making it look like all manner of things that it isn't and it's all sort of being pulled by strings and pulleys and um, manipulations and puppet strings and things by the powers that be 
as in people who ha who control uh, politics and um, movement of money and uh, individual freedoms and so on. So yeah, obviously that's a whole big other discussion. But just coming back to authenticity, like what authenticity actually is, it's the ability to be in this moment and to to say what you actually think and say what you want and achieve it and be glad about it. It's just the ease of existence and it's an an ease of being able to say one's truth, not for one's own gain, but because it's it's something that's inside that has to come out and wants to come out and there's a natural trajectory to it and an, a natural ease that it comes in the right moment to the right context. And and the reason that integrity is such a difficult thing, perhaps not to <clears throat> not to attain. I mean, it's not that difficult to just be authentic in oneself, but to be rewarded in the world for it, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other level of mastery. And it involves extreme mastery because one cannot dumb down the spiritual in order to make it commodifiable and like sell it for five dollars a pop but but at the same time one has to either grow one's own food or one has to somehow fund oneself to be to be sustained uh, nourished enough to be able to speak our truth each day and each week and each year of our life and to be able to avoid at, at excuse evolve that truth so I just wanted to share that um, there's so much inauthentic in the world and even worse than that there's so much that's paraded as authentic which just isn't there's loads of people sort of trying to be authentically um, vibrant and authentically happy and free and a lot of it is a it's a mask and a mirror that's that's put up there that's sort of designed to capture what the customer wants so that the customer will pay some money in exchange for hopefully getting a bit of that. But of course, when it lands in their lap, it just turns out that it's just a mirror and all they can see is themselves in it. So I feel that what authenticity is, is like putting that mirror to the side and letting you actually look at and feel yourself in this moment, not looking at yourself in a reflection, in a reflection, which is you know turned around and isn't an exact copy of you. It's actually distorted, but allowing you, like authenticity, is you being you, slight in a slightly deeper way than you were being just before you decided to be authentic. <laughs> Um, so again, this is where art comes in. Like art, art is that gateway. It's one of the few holistic, um, easily accessible. You know, pick up a biro right now and find a blank page at the ed end of a book or the back of something, or a sheet of paper somewhere, and just start mark making. And from there, like that gateway allows you to begin connecting with yourself in a way that. In a way, it can't be anything other than authentic. And even if it's messy and dirty and ugly, and it's not how you want the the marks to go down, or you want it, you need more space. Like the fact that you're doing it leads you to how you want to do it more and how you want to do it better. So whatever it is that bugs you or is uncomfortable for you about doing this first exercise, 
that'll tell you where you need to go from there but the important thing is that you go away and you do start making marks or you do start um connecting with yourself and you do start being authentic and it's it's not it's not rocket science, it's not impossible, it's not like enlightenment, it's impossible to attain in this lifetime. It's just right there, that's what enlightenment is. It's the road to mastery of the self. It's just that, it's just so here and now. And art really takes you into that, and real art too, like you don't even have to make the art yourself, like looking at real art, you will get that connection because the artist has had that connection with the work and you will make that connection into yourself, into the universe, into the divine collective consciousness and into divine creative flow. And that's just something that no matter who the artist is and just because they're a famous artist doesn't make them a better artist. Let's just get that straight right from the beginning. Um, but someone who's dedicated their life to uh, the mastery of any practice, just by observ you observing that practice, either through looking at their painting or pottery or dressmaking or gardening or whatever it is, just you absorbing that mastery um, is educating you on a really profound level in authenticity. It doesn't mean that you go out and copy that. It doesn't mean that you go out and mimic it. It doesn't mean that you have to have that or own it in some way in order to be authentic or no authenticity. It's just that authenticity, there's a lot of authenticity all around you. And it's just about um, discernment, like, you know, knowing what is authentic and what isn't and that knowing comes from you it doesn't come from somebody outside convincing you about how authentic they are it comes from you in yourself being more authentic with yourself and the more authentic you are within yourself like just being yourself it's easiest thing and the most difficult thing in the world but the more you do that the more you'll be able to see the authenticity wherever you go and in everything that you see and touch and and how much more beautiful can the world be? It's um, it's a profound thing to to see the the beauty of what authenticity is of a like an honest day's work, of the mastery of a, a skill or a practice, um, and the dedication, the love that's put into something that years go by, and that person is still refining and crafting and continuing to learn and still in that in a way naive state that beautiful naive state of just being immersed in a thing and being completely honestly themselves it's really beautiful um below you'll see various links uh, if you're interested to follow this up um some of these ideas uh, run through my work um i'll just point out that this is a really pivotal year for me and a really pivotal month in particular and uh, as you probably will notice if you've been speaking to me or, or um, listening to my podcast or, or messages last couple of months, um, I've had like some ongoing worsening health issues that have made me have to drop out of just about everything. But um, that those health issues have been an incredible gift. And yeah, they're like pulling me deep down into my authentic self. And I will be totally altering my whole uh, lifestyle and business and online presence partly in accordance with like what I can actually do and and get to grips with just now um because of my kind of diminished health but also because um as a result of having to self-care infinitely more than I was doing before um I suddenly have a very new view in the world and I'm 
having um, able to resolve certain issues that were ongoing difficult issues around me, particularly with the neighbours. And because of that, I've additionally got a whole new layer of uh, privacy and uh, calm and peace around me, which again are really, really nourishing what's going on in, in my work and uh, giving me a whole new uh, viewpoint of it, which I, I, I was finding it increasingly difficult in recent years, not just because of my health, but because of ongoing issues with um, violence essentially next door to me, right next door to me that was like invading my house. Um, like nothing to do with me, but at the same time very much affecting me because uh, the walls are thin in certain places. So um, the result of all this is that I'm completely downscaling my business and dropping most of the branches off it and will be condensing my work into very succinct uh, web presence and very little social media presence. So again, if you want to keep in touch with me about all of this, I might just be completely disappearing from certain platforms, um, but where I will be consistently is Patreon, and it will be getting stirred up a little bit, but not much. Um, mostly I'm just going to clarify and, and simplify things there, um, but that's where to find me, patreon.com forward slash Claire Artista, and that will be my anchor in all of this. So sending you immense creative vibes and immense freedom and creative beauty in your life and in this day and yeah I really look forward to hearing from you if you're interested to respond to this um, podcast and may the force be with you. Ciao.